Welcome to the On Two Podcast. Coming to you from the Press Spot Studios. I'm Breezy with my co-host B. Yo, what's going on? Hey, let's get things started. On two. Say it. Hut, First things first, right out the gate. The NFL Combine. What's your, what was your big takeaways from the Combine, man? Oh, man. I, first and foremost, I thought the Combine was awesome. It's always one of my favorite weekends in sports. Uh, I'm glad to see the guys getting away from the uh, skimpy tighty whities and starting to do something <laughs> a little different. <laughs> uh, but overall, I thought it was a good combine. A couple of players really stood out to me. One in particular was Justin Jefferson from LSU. Yeah, I thought he had an awesome combine, man. He ran the 4-4-40, which uh, really surprised me. I knew he was quick. I knew he was fast, but I didn't know he was that fast. So, uh, I think he really helped his draft stock, and he really did great. I also thought uh, Derrick Brown from Auburn, he, he had he had a great combine. I want to say he ran the 5-140, which for his size, a man of his stature, mm-hmm. that's blazing. Yeah, just like Hakeem, I did, I'm sorry. I'm not <laughs> even going to try. I'll mess his name up. The offensive lineman from out of Kansas. Listen, listen, y'all, listen. This guy is 6'4". 302 pounds. He ran a 40 in a 5.17 seconds. That's amazing. For a guy that sits forward in 302, that is moving. That is moving. That's, I mean, that he is a freakish athlete, man. He did a 34-inch vert and a 115-inch broad jump, man. He is a athlete. Take, take it into context, right? Jordan... Justin Jefferson did 126 broad jump. Uh-huh. Why is an offensive lineman that's out that outweighs him by exactly a hundred pounds only jumping what eleven inches shorter? Yeah, like a foot shorter. Like that is that's crazy, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that that is that's that's something, man. Like for a big guy to be that athletic. I think they got him on the wrong side of the ball. I don't know, man. <laughs> hey, he, he, he might be uh that that guard spot, you know, pulling around the corner, you know, that you don't want to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> hey, because you know, defensive ends, you know, normally they have time to read and react when the guards pull them. That, uh, that guard man. coming at you that quick. Yeah, I don't know if you really got time for that, man. He's gonna be ringing some bells. Speaking of that. How is a crackback block illegal now, but a pulling guard is still illegal? Because some of those end up being crackbacks. They Especially do, on but the counter. they do, but they don't. I mean, a lot of teams don't run the counter too much anymore. But it's not a crackback block is a defenseless, defenseless player. They don't see it coming at all. You get what I'm saying? Especially like on punt returns. They don't see that thing coming at all. Now that 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 kickout block, if they ain't paying attention, they ain't paying attention. Your eyes in the backfield, you don't you don't see what's coming. That's different than being defenseless and running full speed trying to tackle a guy. You know what I'm saying? You standing there trying to read the play, you don't look to your left and bam. You get what I'm saying? I don't see that as a defenseless player. Because it's not like he's running full speed trying to tackle somebody. Yeah, I, I mean, but I, I kind of feel the same way about the crackback. I mean, because you're on the field. What's the first thing you're told on the field? 
keep your head on the swivel. Yeah, keep your head on. Hey, I mean, you're 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 running down the field trying to make a play. True, but keep your head on the swivel. They 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 blocking. They coming for you. So you you know, like I knew playing. It's not often I, I was that close up on the runner, but <laughs> <laughs> I knew the closer you get to the runner, your chances of getting cracked back are a lot higher. Yeah, I know. Like I was on a punt return. I mean, on a punt team. You know what I'm saying? So I'm telling you, when I say my head, I got laid out one time. That's all it took. That's all it took. That's <laughs> all it took. <laughs> you always looking. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? That's all it took that one time. But yeah, man, like some a notable another notable standout to me was Jalen Hurts. I really liked him throwing the ball. That's something else, man. A lot of these potential NFL players, players that declare for the draft, they don't even participate in the combine besides the interviews. Yeah. You know, they wanna do it all at their pro day and everything, but I'm like, well, what's the point of the combine if everybody's gonna have a pro day? Yeah. You know, I like the combine. I like the uh the uh I guess the uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say, man. Competitive spirit? No, no, the history of it. Oh, you get what I'm saying? I like the history of it. You going to the combine to go run that John Ross 422. Yeah. I got the combine record. You yeah. know, even though they say, you know, Bo ran a 4-1 hand time, him and uh, Dion. With the, with, with the hand. With, uh, the hand time, yeah. Hand time, you know what I'm saying? But still, man, like, I don't know. It, to me, it's just like. That historical value, that's one of the things that everybody, only only a small percentage of college players get to get invited to the combine. That's by invite only. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you get invited to the combine and you don't want to participate in some things. I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm not a big fan of it, especially if, at least due to, I mean, I don't want you don't have to do the bench press. You know what I'm saying? I don't most receivers didn't do the bench press. I'm not too interested in seeing a receiver doing that bench press. Now yeah. if you're an offensive lineman or defense lineman, you have to do the bench out, press. You better do that bench press. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? If, if, if you're an offensive lineman, if you don't run a forty time, do the it, bench press. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? But I I don't know, man. Like it's just they don't they're not looking at the the, the history behind the combine and how many great players have actually participated in the combine. Yeah, but, okay, if you were a GM, would you look down on the player who didn't participate in the combine versus just saving it off for his pro day? But, see, that's the thing, though. Which player are we talking about? And where am I at in the draft, for one? Okay, and with this year's draft, you, you're you the GM for Cincy. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow didn't participate in throwing drills at the combine. Yeah. Would you look down on Joe so, Burrow? I, I wouldn't say necessarily look down on on Joe, Joe Burrow, but maybe a lesser quarterback I look down on, you know. But if you I mean, but that's the guys who's really not competing is the is the the top guys, you know. Yeah, I mean, because you know, like pro days are set up it's set up for the player to succeed. They're on their home practice field. Uh, normally they're throwing to their receivers. It's it's set up for them to see. So I mean, I see why they would prefer to participate in their pro day versus doing it at the combine. 
But I would like to see everybody run a 40 at the combine, though. That's just me, in my opinion. I would like to see every player that is able to, because Tua can't right now. Yeah. Every player that is able to, to run a 40. Like, why didn't Joe Burrow run a 40? You don't want to throw? Okay, you don't want to throw. You know what I'm saying? Because he would have ran a 6'3". <laughs> <laughs> he already 5'5". Five, five, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But, I mean, I want to see you run a 40. So, are you going to run a 40 at your pro day? Probably not. Probably not. Why not? Because he don't want, want that time posted. <laughs> Joe, man, this is building up. I'm telling you. It's building up to another bus situation. Like, it's, it's really building up to a, a Trent Dilfer or a, a Mitch Trubinsky. I, I feel it coming. Well, I don't I don't really feel like he's going to be the savior up at, up at Cincinnati, me, myself. I mean, it's going to take more than just him. Like I always say, it's not about the players. It's about the system they play in. You yep. know what I'm saying? And that city, Cincinnati system is not a top-tier system. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no quarterback has been able to truly succeed at Cincinnati. Even with A.J. Green. Yeah. You know, yeah, he's been injured the last two years. but And they talking about putting a franchise tag on him so he can't leave. But, I mean, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> you, you know that that's something else. I I wish the uh, NFL Players Association would sit down and discuss the use of franchise tags. I wish they would do away with them because in 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 reality they're hurting the players because they tag them. They stop them from hitting the open market and they won't resign them. So we just gonna tag you, keep you for at least another year. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Give you us time time to play and to figure out what we're gonna do. You're hurting the players, man. Either let those I mean, boys go hit the open market or give them the contract <laughs> that they deserve. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel you, but you know. The franchise franchise tag coming with thirty five, thirty eight million for one year. I don't know how 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 hurt I'll be, especially. But, but if you're a what was we'll take Dak Prescott, right? Because yeah. he he I don't know how the the contract talks are going. I don't think they're going good. But so he's probably going to be heading to the franchise tag, uh-huh. right? Now you have to think about it from the player's perspective. Oh, yeah, I didn't think, yeah, I didn't want to give me the money that I deserve because that deserved a good 32, 33 a year. I'm a Cowboys fan. I'll be fine with giving him that. But if he's up there arguing for 35, I don't know about giving you 35, though. You get what I'm saying? Well, it's 40 back in the season. You get what I'm saying? But I want it's like this that you're you're a pretty good quarterback. You're not a top tier quarterback in the league. You, I mean, let's just, you're not a top five quarterback. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's not saying that you can't get there. But as of right now, today, you're you're not 30, 33, 34 at the top. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And if he, he thinks he's worth more than that. Okay, well, we'll tag you. Here, here go your 38 for one year. Prove to us, really prove to us that you're worth this money. And if you're not, you're not. So let me, let me ask you this: If that if the Cowboys go six go ten and six, mm-hmm. they go ten and six this year, and Dak throws for thirty five hundred yards, twenty six touchdowns, twelve interceptions. That's not good enough. 
Jameis Winston just threw for 30 TDs last year. He also threw for 30 picks. <laughs> but he threw 30 TDs. But 30 interceptions to back that up. <laughs> he threw just as many touchdowns for the other teams he did for his. Yeah, but, I mean, bro, like, nah, man. But that's still not a, a top-tier quarterback. 26 yeah. TDs is not a so, top-tier so quarterback. So, if, if that's his stat line for next year, you will be okay with the Cowboys letting him go. And it depends. Y'all work through free agency or, or the draft. It, it, it just depends. It depends what's available. Can you really guarantee somebody that's better than that? I feel like if you're questionable on QB, this is the year you take a shot in the dark. Yeah, but the Cowboys are, are 17, and I really think they're going cornerback. Uh, right now, they're projected with uh, D-line. Uh, I, I think they're going to go cornerback with uh, Xavier Smith. From from Alabama, I think, or is Xavier McKinney? I'm sorry, Xavier McKinney. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Xavier McKinney from Al from Alabama. I think that's that that's what the Cowboys gonna get. Okay, okay. Well, speaking of Alabama, what you think about your boy Henry Ruggs? Yeah, it, Henry Ruggs is is definitely one of the top three receivers to come out this year. Yeah, De- definitely. You say what you want. He he ran a uh It's a four two nine, I believe. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, man, my bad. I, I'm kinda stopped up in my nose and stuff. But yeah, man, he uh he ran a four a four two uh four two seven. Four two seven. Yeah. And it kinda sucks because I seen him uh after he ran a second time. With an ice pack on his thigh and everything, I hope I hope he's fine. Really haven't got any injury update about that, you know. But I don't know. Like I I I really feel like he probably could have ran a little bit faster. Cause if I mean, I don't think that was a new injury. You get what I'm saying? I don't I don't feel like it was. Like I said, I haven't really heard anything too much about it. But I don't feel like that's. That's something that just happened that day. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I feel like that that might have been something that's been bothering them from the season. Yeah. You know, but hey man. So so let me ask you this. Do you think he's moved himself into the top ten after his combine? I mean, it's kinda all all the all the receivers are right there though. Yeah. Oh yeah, they are. You you got Judy at right now project that you got Judy at ten, C D Lamb at eleven, and then Rooks at twelve. You know, so, I mean, it's really, but see, this is the thing about this draft, man. You know, trades happen all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, people trade into the top 10, especially like the Cowboys. They can trade up into the into the top 10. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, I, I, would, I would think Indy would trade out of 13. That's just my thoughts. Either I would think they would want to creep up to the top ten. Um, I I don't see they're projected to draft quarterback. I don't know why in the world they would draft quarterback right there. I think they're fine at quarterback. Was Jacoby Brissett? Yes, I believe they are okay at quarterback. <laughs> that's they that's a problem. They're okay at quarterback. They don't have Andrew Luck, but I believe that they're good. At, I think I think they have time to build other pieces. Before they have to address quarterback, and plus, I mean, with Justin Herbert, 
My opinion. My opinion. If you don't, you know, if you don't agree with me, that's fine. How much better are you gonna get at quarterback? I didn't watch the combine for uh, Jacoby Brissett, but Justin Herbert looks like a pretty good quarterback to me, man. I don't. I mean, he what he wasn't. It's not like he was terrible at Oregon. He. I mean, he he wasn't terrible at Oregon, but. So do you do you think it's a step up from from Justin from for uh, Jacoby Brissett? It, it could be in the in in the long run. It definitely could be. I mean, they're they're projected to draft Justin Herbert at thirteen. I mean, you don't draft a quarterback in the you no know, first round top twenty picks if you don't expect him to be an upgraded quarterback. Or but, the quarterback of the future. Or the quarterback of the future, but. It's a chance, man. You know what I'm saying? The only only two quarterbacks I feel 100%. I take that back. The only one quarterback I feel 100% sure about mm-hmm. is Tua Tagovailoa. That's the only quarterback in the draft I feel like he is a can't-miss prospect. You know, I've already given you my thoughts on Joe Burrow. I think he's a bust waiting to happen. <laughs> Why are you doing that dude like that, bro? That's just how I feel, <laughs> man. <laughs> you ain't gonna do that dude like that, bro. Hey, call him a bus ready to happen. I, I feel it, man. It was all system last year. It was all system. That prepared man before but, last year, Joe Burrow would have went third or fourth round. Uh, yeah, but I'm like this though. Miami system isn't a top tier system either, though. It's not. It's <laughs> not. But I mean, cause. But sometimes you get that special player that inspired a system. Look at look at Indy before they got Peyton. They were nothing. Look at Atlanta before they got Matt. Which, I mean, bad example. <laughs> <laughs> bad example. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> okay, better one, better one, better one. Look at New Orleans. Yeah. So sometimes a special quarterback can change the direction of a team. Especially if once they realize they have a special prospect, a quarterback, they'll make the changes needed so to make you, it work. It sounds like you you arguing for Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I'm not, it's not, for me, it's more than just Cincinnati. I don't believe in Burrow as, as a player. That's me. I, I don't believe in Cincy either, but I don't believe in him. Dang. <laughs> I can't help it, man. I cannot help it. Uh, I do believe in Tua. I don't believe in Miami. But I believe that once they have Tua, they can make the changes needed. Okay. To make it work. All right. So, would you rather have Joe Burrow or Tyrod Taylor? Tyrod Taylor. Okay, we're going to do this for the, next, for the next five years, right? Okay. Tyrod Taylor, okay. Burrow... Or car. Car. I'm I'm a huge car fan. Uh, of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joe Burrow or, or Sam Darnold. Oh shoot. Ugh. Can I take a wild card? <laughs> Can I put a running back at quarterback? <laughs> I guess, man, sight unseen. Give me Burrow. I I know I know what Sam Darnold is gonna give me. Burrow or Newton. Newton. Okay, okay. I'll, I I take I take that one. I take that one. Burrow, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. You'll take Kirk Cousins over Burrow. Yes, Cousins has led teams to the playoffs. Then he he lead. Oh. Uh, Minnesota this year. Yeah. 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 Cousins. Can beat. Can get over the 49ers. But, but hey, a lot of teams can. 
Okay, Burrow, Mitchell, Trubisky. <laughs> yeah, I gotta change it up because you don't like Burrow, bro. I don't like Trubisky either. Uh, give me Burrow. I have to take Burrow out of that one. Okay, Burrow or Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray. Burrow or Dwayne Haskins? <laughs> I ain't breathing hard. <laughs> yeah, Lee. Uh, give me Burrow. And with that one, no, you know, I was no. I was just saying earlier, I think Washington, I think Washington should take quarterback. I think Washington should trade down and take Tua. Well, shoot, they can just take Tua too. They, they don't have to trade down. They can just take Tua. So, so you out on Dwayne Haskins already? Already. Nah, dog, I, I, I'm not with that, oh, man. Really? You got to show me something in year one. You got to show me that you're going to be special. Every quarterback has been special. Well, have been good in year one. Show me something special in year one. He didn't show me anything special. Who has showed you something special in year one? That's turned to be a great quarterback? Yeah. Uh, Cam was special in year one. Cam Newton was really good. Andrew Luck was special in year one. Hold on, that that's turned out to be a great quarterback. Okay, great. Okay, I mean, a lot of the great quarterbacks, I really don't remember their year one. And I'm I'm not even, you know, I, I Cam Cam is I don't know what exactly happened with the Panthers, but when Cam first came out, yeah, he was great. He he was he was on the way to being a really great. NFL quarterback. Yeah. Now I don't know if it's the injuries or what has happened with the Panthers, but Cam has went downhill hard. I don't think he's done. I think I, I believe you know once he settled with the team, he he's gonna. We may not see that NFC Championship or Super Bowl Cam that we saw, but he still have good years left in him. Okay, so if you if you're saying that you already know that. He won't lead you to a Super Bowl. Would you really be willing to put that time, money, and investment into Cam? Well, I didn't say he won't lead you. Listen to what I said. We may not see the Cam from that NFC Championship or that Super Bowl. But that's that's the one you need. But when the Broncos went, we didn't have uh, Indiana paid money. I say I'm saying we like I'm a Broncos fan, but they didn't have Indiana. Peyton Manning, they had a shell of what Peyton Manning was. And they won the Super Bowl. But that's because of that defense. That though. defense. <laughs> but who's to say he won't land on the team with a great defense, though? Where's he going to go? <laughs> oh, what have news reports been saying? People has Brady going to the 49ers, bruh. What I, I told you I don't two months it. ago, Why man. Why would you kick <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo to the curb? Man, they said led you to listen, a Super Bowl. Bro, I've, I've been hearing they they even talking about swapping them out, trade for trade, bro. Yes. Oh, so oh, so y'all just gonna send Jimmy G back <laughs> yeah, to the Patriots? Yeah. Yeah, man. If I was Garoppolo, I quit. I'm like, nope, I ain't doing it. Y'all figure this shit out. You can't leave that money on the table. I, bro. I would quit. Y'all figure this out on y'all. Oh man, I, but. Okay, what about uh, Daniel Jones or Joe Burrow? I, I, Tell me you like Daniel Jones. <laughs> Daniel Jones. 
It's horrible, dog. I don't. I, I do not want to hear that, bro. I do not want to hear that. I I, I, I watch Dane Jones play quite a few times this year. Seems like the Giants is on Monday Night Football every week. Um. No, I'm, I'm, I'll take Joe Burrow over Dane Jones. And let me let me backtrack. I'll take Dwayne Haskins over over Joe Burrow. Thank you. <laughs> I had to backtrack track that and clear that up. Yeah. Yeah, leave, bro. Nah. Whew. Jameis, yeah, I'll probably take Joe Burrow. Just give him a shot. What about Matt Ryan? Give me Joe Burrow. Give you Joe Burrow over Matt Ryan? Yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, man. So, with these, uh, with the draft coming up, what do you think, who do you think would be the best playmaker, the, the one that's going to just pop out your one? Year one, year one. What 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 team they're going to? Who do you think as a how this how we have it right here? You mean just not, make the biggest impact on their yep, team? Yep, just make the biggest impact on their team. Year one, with the projections that we have up on the board right now. Yeah, I can't see our projections, but hey, we'll I post them on Facebook for y'all. <laughs> um, give me Jerry Judy. In Arizona. You think so? Yeah. Give me Chase Young. I think he's going to make a great impact first year at the gate. But what you were saying earlier about not taking a, a cornerback in the top 10? Yeah, man. Like, okay, as of right now, Detroit is projected to take Jeff Okuda, uh, a cornerback. Me personally, I don't agree with taking corner, cornerbacks that high because I feel like you can – Cornerback is one of those positions you can hit the market and you can find you a good cornerback year in, year out. And to to be clear, I said cornerback, not quarterback. You can find you a good cornerback year in, year out, straight out of the market, man. Yeah, but, you know, some cornerbacks you're not going to be able to find like that. You know, some some quarter cornerbacks do deserve that top ten, even top five. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. Some, some of them are... Better than others, and they are great athletes. But taking a cornerback that high, because if like take the Lions, they need more than a cornerback, and it's too it's too much more on the board for you to just be drafting cornerback there. Man, it's like this, man. I'm 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 gonna tell you some some I heard about Deion Sanders. Right, said Deion Sanders uh, went into the interview with I think it was the Giants. Not exactly sure what which team he he had interviewed for, right? Said they gave him a book, a questionnaire. Said they wanted him to fill out a, a phone book thick questionnaire. He said, "What pick are y'all?" They said eleventh. He said, "I'm not gonna I'm gonna be gone by then." And got up and walked up out the room, man. Some some cornerbacks, if you feel that strongly about them, that that they tap that they're that talented. Tyron Matthew. You know what I'm saying? That talented, can they can make an immediate impact on your team. I understand that. I get that. But so that's how they feel about him, man. They feel like he can make that day that day one impact. I'm gonna put it like this: If the Eagles were drafting third, and we had Jeff Okuda, nothing wrong, Jeff. If you ever hear this, don't don't think I'm 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 just you know what I'm saying pissing on you because I'm not. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're a stand-up guy and an outstanding talent. 
but I would be pissed off. No, that those men protect no. take cornerbacks. You can't. You have to go by your your team. And granted, we need cornerback. We need cornerback. So why won't you want? But to I will be pissed off at them taking cornerback over. We definitely need receivers. Cause the way it looks, all of our receivers are about to hit the market. Bro, y'all whole team hurt, bro. <laughs> so y'all got an offensive line. Carson Wentz. Besides that, y'all need people. You know so what I'm saying? that's what I'm saying. I would be pissed because there are so many other positions that we need filled immediately. Yeah, but but it's just some sometimes, man. When that need is that great, just like the Cowboys, we need DBs. We really do need DBs. A couple of years ago, we was taking offensive linemen first round. But I mean, nothing's wrong with taking offensive linemen. Oh, I'm fine with taking oh offensive just linemen. not a oh. So because you are a DB hater then? Not a DB hater. Dang, bro, but offensive linemen. Uh, offensive linemen is one of them positions that you have to be stacked at if you're gonna have success. Like take the Cowboys. The Cowboys are is literally the Cowboys should have won the division last year. There's no reason that they didn't. It's y'all's own, I guess, stupid coaching <laughs> that y'all did. But, so, the Cowboys taking a cornerback at, what, pick 17? It's totally different than Detroit taking a cornerback at pick three. I don't, I don't think it is, man. Defense wins championships. Yeah, but, I mean. Unless you're going up against Pat Mahomes, I guess. Even though, <laughs> like I said before, the 49ers could have won that game. You know what I'm saying? But, it is it is what it is. Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't make one throw that he needed to make to score a freaking touchdown and win the game. And now they're going to ship him out just like he's <laughs> a backup somewhere. Because it looks like that's what his role is. I guess he can get them rings when he's a backup. Hey, man, let me stop, man. Jimmy G's not that bad of a quarterback. At all. <laughs> he's not a bad quarterback at all. He ain't no – I don't know. He led the team to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, he. That's what I mean. To Get a me, man credit. To me, Bosa led the team to the Super Bowl. But Here hey, we go. hey, bro, I we mean, go. I'm like this, bro. You already know. I, I played offensive line with you, man. I'm an offensive player, but defense really wins championships, man. Defense like, does, man. But you got to have, I mean, some some resemblance of an offense on the field. You do, but I don't have a problem at all taking now taking a, a corner. I'm like this. If your whole team is good and the only place that you really need help at is in your is in the DBs. That's the Cowboys. That's the Cow- the Cowboys are good everywhere else. So they desperately need they desperately need a secondary. So if the Cowboys drop cornerback number one, I'm like, cool, I get it. Good move. Detroit needs a lot Detroit has Matthew Stafford and yeah. Matthew Stafford <laughs> and Matthew Stafford. I mean, they can't put him in all 22 positions. So, so you'll be better with Detroit trading down and, I don't know, probably picking up another player, maybe a, a, a defensive lineman or something, like trading down to maybe, I don't know, Atlanta. What's they getting a cornerback too? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. If they want training down to Indy, training down to Indy, because if they trade down to Indy, then they can take Tua over Justin Herbert. Tua be gone by then. Not if they sitting at the number three spot. Oh, oh, okay. You're saying, Detroit, you're saying Indy can take Tua, right? If yeah, Detroit tra- changes with Indy. 
Yes. Three and three and thirteen. Yes, that would be good. And then Detroit could take someone like a Derrick Brown. You know, somebody like uh Jedrick Willis. You know, uh just somebody I think would make uh that hey, Jeff might still be on the board then. He very well might be. I mean, but still though, I, I mean I would feel better about it if they take him at thirteen and three. But I still feel like Detroit needs more than just a cornerback. I mean, Lions fans. I mean, that that's on y'all. Y'all y'all tell us how y'all feel about it. That's just my opinion. I'm I'm more of an Eagles fan, so I guess what y'all decide to do over there is on y'all. You want me to tell you who I'm not a fan of anymore? Who the DC Defenders, bro? I'm off the I'm <laughs> off the wagon, man. No, I'm, I'm you off don't the wagon, like bro. You do not no, work like Birmingham that. Birmingham need to come on, come on, get a new team, bro. That's not how this how this game works. Like now, nah, you picked them, you said you was gonna ride with them. You're stuck, and y'all got not housed. after losing to Tampa Bay twenty five to nothing. House. Man, that was Tampa Bay's first win in the league, man. And how's the best team in the league? Man, I'm I'm so disappointed. And, and if y'all don't watch the XFL, I encourage you to tune in to it. It's pretty good football, even though we do know MLS just started Saturday or Sunday. So there's a lot of MLS games going on at the same time as, S- as, as XFL games. But... Yeah, bro. I had to, man. That I was crying, man. I wasn't crying, but I was, I was hurting, man. Like I, you had made me a DC fan, man. No, now, no, I don't say I made you now. <laughs> now I can't even do it no more, yes, man. I'm gonna have to start shopping around for a new no, team, man. No, no, they good. I'm they definitely not you. gonna be a Tampa Bay team. Might as well. Bay fan, I mean, they, they, they just house the know. best team in the. In the nah, the that's that's their first win, man. But I'm, I'm not gonna be a Tampa Bay fan. Let me let me ask you this. I've been steadily watching the Ravens drop on the SFL. Do you think this league is gonna make it? I think it could. I think it can. I mean, I they think, they got a lot of money behind it right now. I think they need uh some real high profile players. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah, they have all these all these college star stars coming out. You know, Cordell Jones with the DC Defenders didn't do anything, but you know, <laughs> like I I think they need. More stars, you know what I'm saying? Like that's just that's just what they need. But the problem is, I mean, they will only get NFL washouts. Yeah, and that's 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 the part, you know, what I was telling you about. You know, you got that that sophomore in college that wants to come out but can't till he's a junior. Yeah, go ahead, get that insurance and play one year in the SFL, get that money. Yeah. Well, you I mean, know? this is the time they need to be negotiating that. Well, since they're negotiating a new CBA with the NFL, go ahead and, you know, start making some stuff work. Or either really turn into a true minor league NFL. That's the best way to make it work. And that, that's what the AAF was trying to do. They wanted to be. That's why the NFL Network was showing the games. They wanted to be their minor league system, but they just didn't have the funds behind it, which is messed up because uh, I feel like the NFL, if they really want to be a farm league, they need to partner with the teams and not the league. Yep. Partner with the teams, get the teams to invest money in each team, and they'll be fine. I mean, I just because I, I like the way the the NBA G League those games are in, entertaining. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And then you'll get you know those rookies playing in the G League. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah, bro, you gotta get your works up. Yeah, you starting on 
during the regular season, but you still in the G League, dog. We need you to get your reps up. You get what I'm saying? Like, think you got Tua who's going to be still nursing that hip injury. Yep. So they'll just send Tua down to the DC Defenders. Yeah. And then <laughs> call him up, you know. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm steady watching the ratings decline every week. As the weeks go by, they're steady dropping. Yeah. Steady dropping. And so I, I, was, I was curious about that. It's one thing I've been thinking about. I don't know, man. I, I enjoy watching it, you know? Yeah. One one thing I do enjoy watching, for real, for real, though, is UFC. What we got coming up on UFC? Man, we got UFC 248. I told you, I told you Israel, right? Y'all remember me t- telling y'all about Israel? Israel Alessandro. He's the middleweight champ. He's going up against Yoel Romero. And when I say... This is gonna be. I, this is probably the fight I'm most excited for in a very long time since John Jones came back. Like for real. Like this is. I'm. I'm ready. You hear what I'm saying? Like, cause Israel. Israel's a, a great, great, great fighter. Like he is easily one of the top five fighters I, I've seen. And and your Romero, like. I think he might be able to knock him out, bro. You know, it's it's crazy. Israel's is Israel is thirty years old, six three, both of them one eighty five, but Israel got an eighty inch reach, uh, eighty inch reach. Romero's forty two, he's old, but he can still go with the best of them. Yeah, he's only six feet tall, so he's three inches shorter, and his reach is seventy three and a half. You know, so that's a pretty significant reach advantage, you know. But he is he is a fighter. He is a legit fighter. He will stand up with you. He will go to the ground with you, whatever you want to do. Like Dana White said, he can't find somebody to fight him. Yeah, I would not want to fight him either. <laughs> you get what I'm yeah. saying? Looking at this guy and watching his fights, the way he knocks people out. Like it, it's. I was just. I went back and just watched some of his other fights, man. The way he knocked, man. Whew. You gotta, man. He'll knock you out with either hand, the knees, the, a kick to the to the face while you running away after he even stunned you and you running away from him. He'll run up behind you, hit hit you with the left hook, whoop, and you was just drop. Yeah. Hey, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your body gonna limp on you. <laughs> Why are you running? You know. <laughs> but yeah, that that fight is this Saturday, March the seventh. Please, please, y'all, please, please, please tune in. Don't just have me up there talking about the UCL. Hopefully, we got some UCL fans that that tune into the podcast. UFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I do that all the time. I do it all the time. <laughs> yeah, USC fans that tune into the podcast, you know. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, what what else we got on, uh, up on the planner? What's that? What else is on the big board? Uh, well, uh, man, I I wanted to jump into this just for a couple of minutes. Did anybody else catch the whole Spike Lee fiasco? What, what what happened with Spike Lee, man? So Spike Lee was trying to go into the garden for the Knicks game. Uh, he was hemmed up at the door. What? Yeah. Not so, the number one. Not the number one 
pretty much the only <laughs> the only consistent fan. thing the Knicks got going on is Spike Lee. You can guarantee you can bank on Madison Square Garden and Spike Lee. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he was held up at the door, and when the video came out, you really didn't even know what was going on. You just you just saw them helming him up, uh, not really escorting him out, but kind of telling him he couldn't come in, basically. And what? the way it was looking at first was just like they're just telling Spike like almost like he's not allowed, kind of how they did uh, Charles Oakley. Yeah. Um. But then, so Spike Lee, uh, uh, he went on, you know, talking about it. He did a few interviews talking about it. Then the story comes out. It's Spike Lee has been using the staff entrance mm-hmm. versus the VIP entrance that he's supposed to use. But I'm like this though. If he been using that entrance for years, then what's the problem with him using it now? I agree. I agree. I mean, at the end of the day, it's Spike Lee. I saw uh, ESPN. You know, they have a fantastic stats department, and they so they kind of crunched the numbers, and they say he spent approximately ten million dollars over his career. Not surprising. He's at every home game on the floor. Ten million. Now I know for an NBA franchise, that's nothing, but. Ten million dollars. I mean, for for tickets, that is something. You get what I'm saying? We're not talking about TV. We're talking about a person, pretty much buying out the arena. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Basically. Like in in the years he's been going to the games, he's pretty much bought out the arena a couple of times over. Yeah, ten million dollars. You know. So when you got one fan who consistently for thirty years have bought season tickets, courtside seats. If that man want to parachute down from the top of the arena, you let him do what he <laughs> want to do. Let him. You want to deliver the game ball? Come on, bro. We got <laughs> yes. You. If he want to meet with the players in the locker room, that's fine. Like <laughs> They probably want to meet with him. What you <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, y'all, Stanley. Like, oh, for real? Oh, that's what's up? Bring him in. You get what I'm saying? Some 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 people you just don't mess with. Like I understand like that they're trying to, you know what I'm saying, keep order and say, hey, you can't use the staff entrance. But what's the big deal? I have no idea. It's not a big deal. It, it's, it shouldn't be a big deal at all. So, man, I, I feel like it was ridiculous, man. And James Dolan, I mean, to even make this a big deal, bro, sell the team. Be done. I mean, man, you've, you've ran it into the ground. The Knicks is it's a shell of what it once was. The Knicks used to be a... The Knicks themselves used to be in the hierarchy of the NBA. It used to be... The Celtics, the Lakers, the Knicks. Like, the Knicks and Madison Square Garden really meant something. Now, the Knicks are laughable, man. That you, you, Who cares about the Knicks? If, if you're not in New York, you care nothing about the Knicks. At all. Can you even name a player for the Knicks? I, right now, I can't. R.J. Baird. <laughs> but, Julius Randle. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it, it's ridiculous. Man. But I looked that up, though. I knew R.J. Barrett played for the Knicks, but the Knicks is Spike Lee. Like, for real. Like, if Spike Lee's not at the game, nobody else. Like, I'd be surprised if, if – I won't be surprised if some of the fans be like, oh, yeah, I did Spike Lee like that. We well, 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 how would y'all do me? Just yep. a regular person. Yep. Non-season holder. Yep. Season ticket holder, you know. And that – that to me is just wild, bro. Like, it is, man. And and now so Spike said that he's not attending another game this year. 
Yeah, and it's just at the halfway point. We were right past the halfway right point. Right past the halfway point. Which, I mean, he can't do He's already paid him. It really don't matter. So, I guess for the owner, he's like, well, if I'm still getting your money, yeah. where are you coming at? Yeah, but I mean, still, though, it's Spike Lee, bro. It's, you, you go to mess and get, you go to a game, really, to, okay, to, you're not really watching a Knicks play unless they playing somebody big, but he's a staple on the sideline. Exactly. He he's he he is the Knicks. That's like the um, Raptors doing Drake that way. Exactly, bro. Or, or the Lakers doing Jack Nicholas. Yeah. Way. Like really, bro? You yeah. you really gonna Jack? You really you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's it's on that level. Yeah. That's I don't know, man. I don't I don't agree with it. I feel like, hey, man, it's it's an entrance to the stadium. Everybody know who he is. Exactly. You in New York. And I'm sure he's been using that entrance for years. For years. And so, now all of a sudden it's a problem? Yeah, that's that's ridiculous, man. But shout out to Spike Lee. Uh, James Dolan, do everybody in America a favor. Sell the team. Man, he ain't got to sell the team for that. <laughs> Come on, man. It's been more stuff done, but they ain't sold teams for that, man. Sell the team, man. Get out of there. Get out of there. Nah, man. I mean, I'm like this. He could have he called Spike Lee. Hey, man, listen, I'm sorry, but we just need you to use this interest from now well, on, bro. Well, well now, they, in fairness, they said that, that, that he's been told repeatedly about using that interest. But I don't care. A man that spent $10 million with your brand, you let that man, if he want to use the maintenance interest. Hey, bro, I built him his own interest. Bro. You know, <laughs> the it, Spike Lee. Spike Lee's interest. <laughs> exactly. You know? They might name an interest after him after this. You know what? <laughs> Everybody using Spike Lee's interest now on, you know. I mean, it, it's it's really not that. And then that that uh sorry that sorry statement that they released to the press, it's it's a whole mess, man. So it's, it's a whole ordeal and it doesn't make any sense, but it is what it is. It huh? is what it is at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what else we got on the planner? Speaking of uh NBA, Steph Curry's back. He is. Is he back back though? He's back back. He's back with the Warriors. I don't know why. They what, fourteen and forty eight? <laughs> <laughs> Thirty four games hey, in the first place. But they did just beat the Nuggets last night though. Yeah. But if I was the Warriors GM and owner, I would say tank it out. I know the NBA got rules against tanking now. But Steph's hurt. Let's keep him down in the G League for a little bit longer. Let's try to tank this thing on out. Let's go ahead and get that lottery pick. Next year, you have Steph. Oh, they're going to have a lottery pick. Clay, <laughs> uh, Draymond, you know what I'm saying? Next year, you'll come back with a squad with a lottery pick. Hey, and a lot of people done jumped off the Warriors too, bro, because of this year, you know. And that's that's good. I'm happy, bro. All y'all bandwagon fans. Uh, yes. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't a Warriors fan from the jump. I'm an anti-LeBron fan, me, myself. Yeah. I mean, I like LeBron as a player, but it's just like, some of the stuff he be crying, the calls he be crying about, man, like you, you for real, for real, could be the best player they ever did it. But he just cries so much to me, man. Yeah. Like, bro, you, you six eight two forty five. Dog. Like, <laughs> what, what you crying for? <laughs> You're the biggest, you one of the biggest players on the court. A, a fake, a fake poke in the eye, man. Drive it to the hole. Go ahead and get yours. Just like we was talking about. Uh, Shaq, man, could have could have been the greatest ever, but just gained too much weight and just couldn't dominate in the post like he used to. Yeah, you know, and Le- LeBron, like 
I don't know, man. Like, he dishes it off too much for me. You, you're the star player. Go be the star. You know, go uh-huh. drive it and go get the foul. You know you're going to get fouled. Yeah. Then once you're up in the air, you're going to get that call. Yeah. If they giving it to you on the ground when you're not even moving, they're they going to they they definitely give it to you in the air. You yeah. know? I don't know. That's... That's how I feel about LeBron. I don't, I mean, I, I like what he does. I especially like what he does off the court. It's just sometimes he just cries a little bit too much for me on the court, man. And everybody try to talk about how physical the NBA is compared to football and everything. Where? Yeah. Wait, when they touch you, they're going to blow the whistle? Look at uh, James Harden. He gets whistles. He don't even get touched. Don't even get touched. He kicks his feet out. He kicks people. And gets the foul. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying, man? Yeah. Like, man, the, the NBA is not physical at all. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, no, no, don't worry. It's a, it's a lot more physical than it has, man. Uh, no, if anything, it's gotten softer over the years. Nah, I, I, I disagree with that, man. I mean, bro, what? Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I totally disagree with that. It's, it's, uh, it's definitely more physical than it has, man. The players are better. They're bigger. Well, not always bigger, but they're definitely faster, more agile. You 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 get hard hits and collisions, man. Not like it was when when the Bulls and the Pistons played. The old bad boy teams, they were something else. So yeah, I gotta get that. I mean, they they, they were definitely something else. They were outright punching people in me and that. <laughs> hey, the, the Pistons sent, sent Michael Jordan to the gym, bro. You get what I'm saying? Like back then, nah, dog. You was getting beat up, like for real. You can drive if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to end up on the court. <laughs> Face first. <laughs> but, yeah, man, but if 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 LeBron and AD is going to win a championship, they better do it this year. They better. They better. It's got to be this year. They better do it this year, man, because after this, it's, it's going to look bleak for them. It is. When the Warriors get back to full strength, man. The Warriors coming back. The Clippers, they're not going anywhere. On the other side, man, you'll have the uh, the Bucks and the Raptors still, and then the second you can't do not do not sleep on the Heat. Do not sleep on the, the heat. heat coming on strong, and you'll have the Nets because KD will be coming back. Yeah, so uh, it's it's this year, or they're probably not gonna get one together. I'm telling you, it's gonna the NBA next year is gonna be real entertaining. Yeah, it's I mean it's entertaining this year if y'all haven't been watching. Man, the Grizzlies are gonna get better. The Pelicans are gonna get better. Yep. The Thunder. Well, the Thunder. They're the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> they still. Hey, they going to the playoffs though, man. So they. I mean, they still straight right As now. As of now, they can always tank it up. Yeah, but I don't know. They. I don't know. They're gonna take tank that bad. The Rockets. They got to get some more help. They. They. They got to get more help. I don't know why they keep insisting on bringing in two guards. Um. I like small ball. You do. I, I, I like. That's surprising. I like, like. That is really surprising. But see, you know, the thing about the Rockets is, and the reason they're doing exactly what the Warriors did. Small ball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got the guys out on the perimeter that can shoot the three. You know what I'm saying? We got the guy that's going to drive. In the Rockets case, I got the two guys that's going to drive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're faster than you, and we can shoot better than you. You're five versus our five. We're faster. We can shoot better. Yeah, yeah, I got a center, but what we need a center for. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're, we're shooting threes all game. Yeah. Just like with the Rockets. 
you can either try to guard uh Westbrook or you can guard Harden or you you might want to guard them three that's out there on the perimeter though because yeah. th- th- that's where they're gonna get the points at yeah you know and the way to beat the Rockets is by letting Westbrook and Harden get theirs you got to stop that three ball yeah you know what I'm saying because they're not pulling up for three every time you know they they're they're more likely to drive than than. I don't know Harden would good, be good, but, but but hitting that step back three, but let let them drive. Go ahead. But we we guarding these three point shooters because that's what they've been getting killed. That's what they've been killing people at with that three point percentage, man. But I mean, is that gonna work? Though I mean, because it it they, they it has fourth in the West, but it it hasn't worked. It didn't work with Chris Paul and Harden. They can never get over the hump. They work with the Warriors. The, but the Warriors is different. It's it's a more complete team. It's a much more complete team, man. It, it has been a much more complete team. Oh, man. The Warriors are different, man. I mean, they're, they're built different. Yeah, they they built like nothing right now. Maybe next year. <laughs> they have been built different. Oh, man. Oof. But anyway, man, we, we let me give you B's play. B's play, man. We got Michigan and Nebraska. They're going to tip off tomorrow night. Uh, as of right now, Michigan is favored by 17 and a half. I look for Nebraska to keep this game up under the 17. They're going to keep it close. Michigan is kind of limping into the tournament. They're heading in. So, uh, Nebraska is going to give them all, the, all that they can handle. I look for this game to be somewhere around 4 or 5. Uh, I don't look for Nebraska to win this game outright. That's not what I said. But I do look for Nebraska to keep it close. That is B's play. Who do you think is going to pull out the SEC? You think Kentucky going to get it? Or you think Auburn really has a shot? Honestly, honestly, non-biased opinion. Non-biased opinion, I think Auburn will be out uh, in the second day. (laughs) (laughs) That's (laughs) non-biased. I think Auburn's oh, going to be out man. in the second day of the tournament. Um, give me Kentucky to take it off. I mean, Kentucky's definitely they're sending number eight. They're not eight for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so Kentucky's at number six right now. Oh, six. Well, yeah. They're probably going to be number eight or ten. But uh, because, I mean, that was a pretty bad loss for them last night. Against who? Oh, yeah, them volunteers. Tennessee huh? got them. At Rupp Arena, <laughs> Tennessee ha- has has won at Rupp, I think, only four times in history. Last night would make number five. But y'all be having, over the years, I've had Kentucky's number, though, man. In Knoxville, never in Lexington. Good old Rocky Top. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> but, no, nah, man, I got Kentucky pulling it out, too, man. I'm with you. I'm with you, bro. I don't think Auburn's... And I'm really surprised with Auburn and LSU, the way they've been looking, especially LSU. LSU's just been looking horrible down the stretch, man. Yeah, yeah. They, they was they was ranked earlier in the season, and now they, man. They, they flat out, man. I mean, it's, it, it all catches up. I mean, I didn't expect much out of LSU this year. They really shocked me at the beginning of the year. Yeah. With, with how they how they started. I didn't spend a lot from Auburn either, and Auburn has really shocked me. Auburn. <laughs> but at the end of the day, now they're starting to play like those teams that I thought they would be. Man, Auburn's just, just really not looking. They're not. 
They're they not. Sh- they're not looking sweet sixteen they, at all. They sure picked the bad time of the year to start wanting to play down to the competition. Yeah, because that's that's exactly what they've been doing is playing down to the competition. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, man. And it, I mean, I don't know, bro. Like Auburn just. I'm gonna leave Auburn alone. I talk. I talk enough trash about Auburn. Speaking man. of speaking of that, uh, Auburn lost tonight. Oh, see to Texas A&M. Oh man, and Bama just beat Texas A&M the other day. Speaking of Bama, chill out, chill out. <laughs> hey, see that's why I ain't, that's why you want to talk. That's why that's exactly why I want to leave Auburn alone. Speaking man. of Bama, with the worst <laughs> loss of the year, we're gonna have to get that one over to the good old Crimson Tide. Hey, bro, it's okay, man. We about to we about to pull out this SEC. Oh, I'm probably win the NIT. You know, it's all good. <laughs> it's just I don't know, man. It's just as a Bama fan watching Bama basketball, it's just like we expect so much more than what we get, especially with some of the top wins we got. We was we was the first team to get Auburn to lose. Uh, uh, Give them an L at, at Coleman Coliseum. Yeah. You know, it was the first team they lost to this year. You know, like I just said, we beat Texas A&M with last week. You know, it's like y'all. The ups and the downs. Exactly. Just like Auburn, man. Like, y'all want to play up to y'all competition, but then y'all want to play down to y'all competition too. Yeah. You know, how do you lose to Vanderbilt? There's no reason Vandy came in there and beat y'all. There, I mean, it. It's no excuse for that, and I've been seeing a lot of the fans want to blame it on. Well, you know, there's no atmosphere during the week. That that doesn't matter. No. If the gym is empty, Alabama should beat Vandy. Speaking of away with it. empty gyms, with this coronavirus going around, there have been talks of limiting attendance at March Madness games. I've heard about that. Overseas, they're already doing it. Yes, overseas, they they definitely are shutting down arenas. The only people that are allowed inside the arenas are the players, the officials, the people calling the the games, and the coaches. Yeah. And and that is it. And this virus is spreading, man. I told y'all it. it, I told y'all it was a pandemic. Then I said it. You know. Uh, it's had a couple of deaths already over here in the states, you know, and it's it's going around. Yeah, and I don't know. We'll we'll see how it is. Uh, getting towards the middle of March, you know, but they really into talks about that. I mean, it's nothing set in stone right now, but the NCAA said they have con- contingency plans in case they do have to close arenas, you know, because I mean. I haven't been to a college basketball game in a long time, you know. But like they were saying, if they do not have any audience in the arena, then they'll be like an NBA game when they're not playing music. All you hear is squeaking of the shoes. <laughs> you get what I'm oh, saying? That'd be so hard to watch. Uh, and and one of the reasons I love March Madness is the crowds. The crowds get you into it. But that's that's college that's college sports anyway. Yeah, you know it's something about that 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 football team, that basketball team, even soccer, man, it, baseball. Yeah. you know, like those college sports is like it, it's you, you tie it differently to them. Yeah, I mean, man, just imagine it'd be like watching a, a JV scrimmage, 
Yeah. All you hear is the squeaking of the shoes and the players talking. You will hear the commentators on the sideline talking trash about your team. I can't believe he just missed that free throw. Yeah. <laughs> you look up and like, really, bro? <laughs> he obeyed the hero that yeah. the stadium if it's empty. Yeah. Said uh said it'll be it'd be like uh when the tornado hit the Georgia Dome. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember what year that was. That in was the early, 2008, I believe. Yeah, in, in the early 2000s. Like, yeah, a tornado hit hit the, hit the uh, Superdome Mountain. Hit, hit the Dome Mountain Atlanta, and they had to close it down. Because, like, the tornado actually hit the dome. It hit the dome. <laughs> it was know? at the end of a game. Yeah. At the end of Alabama yeah, game. Yeah, at, at, the, at the end of the Alabama game, and... Man, like that—that that could have been a lot worse because that game actually went to overtime, and that's what saved a lot of people. Yep. If if that game didn't go into overtime, people would have been just in the streets yep. as the tornado was, was coming. Just been hitting the streets would have been outside. Could have been a whole lot worse. Yeah, but it's crazy, man. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is easy, inexpensive, and a fun way to reach your audience online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your own podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, and many more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over a hundred thousand podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Yeah, guys, and we're one on. You know, we we love that platform. But like I say, you know, if you want to start one, just shoot us an email, send us a message on Facebook. We'll tune in to yours. You know, um, we appreciate all you guys tuning in and listening to us. Our numbers are still and steadily growing. I know you guys can hear that the podcasts are getting better. We're putting more time and more effort into these to this, but that's all because of you, because of you tuning in, listening to us. Y'all want to sit up here and listen to us for an hour. You know, hey. I never thought we'll actually have that, but <laughs> we, we really appreciate y'all. Most definitely, man. We are forever grateful uh, to you guys. Continue to do what you what you do. Um, as always, you can find the show on Twitter um, at on two podcast. Um, you can find me and myself on Twitter at that beat up guy. And don't forget about the Facebook page on two podcast as well. Um, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for this week. Once again, we thank you and may God bless you. On two podcast out. <laughs>